Hey, we got some great stuff coming up, and I don't want you guys to miss out. Straight off the bat, HBCU Rugby Classic tickets are going up for sale starting on Black Friday. It is going to be the cheapest they'll ever be. Uh, It is great seats. We're talking about VIP, talking about our general seats. HBCU Rugby Classic happening on March 31st through April 2nd in Washington, D.C. at Howard University. It's going to be the first time on Howard campus. And why should you go to it? We are going to be the most dynamic, entertaining rugby tournament that you have ever seen. It's not even a tournament. We're a showcase. We're here to be able to show culture, HBCUs, and the mixture into rugby culture. It is something to be seen from step shows, a great rugby performances, and musical performances as well. So much that will be happening, and you don't want to miss out on it at all. Definitely go to HBCURugbyClassic.com. Go check our ticketing, and it will take you directly to our event and definitely grab in. Tickets will only stay at this Black Friday price until Christmas. So I'm giving it a full month until Christmas. And then from there, we're going up. But I'm telling you, the value is going to be worth it right now. So don't miss out on one second of it. HBCURugbyClassic.com 2023 HBC Rugby Classic Check out Howard University Being there first Check out the rivalry of Prairie View A&M and Morehouse Get to see some international The youth, it's going to be amazing You don't want to miss a second of it Yo, what's up everybody? Welcome to a brand new episode of Rugby Swag My name is Gift Gift Time at Baylou And I welcome to you guys On this post-Christmas day I think the minute I stepped on a practice field for rugby, the calling happened. An eight-year plan to be on the team. And I was in it within two years. Don't wait until you are a pro to be a pro. Right? And I walk around with a rugby ball sometimes, and they're like, what is this child on? It looks like it was a heavy hit. It's up. It's not up. You know, that's the first time I played, like, professional. I'm making rugby money. How can I make money outside of it? And there's two Scottish guys, and they said, oh, you're, um, you're here for the movie. That rugby is a game for all shapes and sizes, all cultural um, aspects. He looked at me, and he says, you guys are awesome. Yo, I hope you guys have had a great post-Christmas, uh, you know, here in Brazil, so we got some beautiful warm weather. Actually, the weather just kind of got dope again because it's actually kind of been like rainy, but like it rains for a little bit and then it gets super sunshiny. So I feel bad for everybody who is in the blistering cold that's going on in the U.S. and Europe, and and basically seeing the events of climate change really take its place. And uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not for it. I feel for you. I sympathize. I do not want to empathize, but I hope that you know that I'm going to enjoy this beautiful weather uh, vicariously for you all right so don't worry don't worry i got you guys i got you got you got you (laughs) but i just wanted to take the time on on this show i'm not going to be on for too too long because i want you guys to be able to enjoy this little week before the new holiday uh basically new year's uh we just want to end this out correctly you know because 2022 has been a very very interesting year i know for me it's been a big up and very very low downs but ultimately I think we're ending in in a very strong way, uh, but I hope the same is happening for you. I hope you guys had a great Christmas and just were able to spend time with your family and just or friends or people that you consider family and friends, uh, even if it's just yourself, and just were able to have a warm 
um, loving uh, Christmas, regardless of what the elements wanted to provide. Guys, please, of course, if you guys can, please absolutely share the podcast. Going into 2023, I want to make sure that we're going in extra hot. I know that you guys have um, just, I know that you have a lot uh, uh, going on, and I know that there's so many things happening, especially within the rugby world, but... Uh, I really appreciate that the time that you take to listen to this, uh, the time that you take to share it, to like and subscribe and follow, uh, it means the most to me. And uh, I want to be able to continue to make sure that I'm able to provide the content and shift up some of the the strategy or the, the way that I do it so that I make sure that it gives you guys the best information. But more importantly, yo, you guys get it. You get entertained. I want you to be entertained. I really just want you to be entertained and just know that there's good things happening, even in the darker moments, that there's always at least a good look into what the hope can be and that we have fun. We just enjoy what this beautiful sport and culture has been able to provide us in rugby. So just want to let you guys know thank you for that. And, uh, of course, you can find us on our social medias, um, Instagram at Rugby Swag Show, um, on TikTok at Gift Time Rugby, and on YouTube uh, youtube.com slash gift time rugby uh, and of course you can find facebook gift time rugby and linkedin so we were everything else is gift time rugby except for instagram which is rugby swag show which is where most of our uh posts will end up going through anyways so i hope you guys know this but y'all we had there was a couple good interesting things that happened this weekend in rugby uh that i felt was interesting i know people can be like oh we got different games and stuff like that but i'm like no no there's sometimes it's just information that stands out that just kicks off the news altogether. And the number one thing for me that really stood out for me was the promo and intro for the South, uh, the Super League Americas, Super League Rugby Americas uh, that's happening uh, starting February 18th. Uh, next year, and this one's including America, the American Raptors, which is the main reason why this was important in any kind of way, shape, or form, but includes American Raptors, uh, the Cobras of Brazil, you know, got to represent my two countries, uh, Peñarol of uh, Rugby of Uruguay, uh, Pampas of Argentina, Salknam of Chile, uh, Dogus of of Argentina, and Yacare of Paraguay, like... Yo, like, it's seven teams, apparently 40-something games, uh, home and aways on each side for everybody. Um, you know, it goes until June 9th, which is the finals, which I think is going to be a little bit before uh, the MLR ones, which I think is in July. I mean, look, why is this significant? One, uh, it takes us from uh, what the American, rugby, uh, American Raptors had always told us. They want to be able to push more widespread competition of U.S. or localized players from other sports in a competition that actually matters. And mind you, uh, SLAR has been going on for at least two years. Like, they started 2019, uh, and it was basically just South America. Uh, And then COVID hit, and then they sort of came back again uh, late 2021, early 2022, uh, but I think this is like their really, really reestablishment back into uh, full schedule. Everybody's on point. Everybody knows. And it is huge because I'm a big advocate that rugby 
especially needs to have more private touring teams. Now, we already have teams that will go and play and and and, and play tournaments all over the place. We, we know this. That's a little bit different than what I mean by a private touring team. What I mean by that is one that is with the intention of creating, once again, a profit, uh, creating um, uh, uh, coverage and marketability and something to be able to root for. Um, so it brings the best of the players and allows them to be followed. Now, that being said, I think this has to make sure it ties in with media. Uh, it has to be a content machine. I think if, if I don't know if you guys knew, like an example is like Ryan Reynolds and uh, uh, his partner, the dude who uh, was uh, what's his name, Rod Rob McClary, who bought uh, a soccer team in England and basically used it to create a documentary series um, just following the team, which actually seems to have done very, very well. I think the same thing has to happen with American uh, Raptors, which I think to an extent they've already been doing a little bit now. Uh, if we remember, you know, Glendale is well-known, well-known for having one of the best media uh, setups in U.S. rugby. Uh, and definitely one of the rugby town, you know, if you want to say it. They have one of the best media setups. So with this American Raptors team pushing into Slar, I think this is that moment where you create your um, your F1 uh, uh, your F1 TV show. Your uh, um, what did they call it? I was on Amazon uh, uh, behind the scenes with Amazon. No, don't you hate it whenever you forget the names? Uh, they did it with uh, New Zealand. They did it with. Uh, uh, a slew of the all or nothing. This is like your chance to do an all or nothing for uh, rugby with people that you can create into stars. Like, there's nothing wrong with creating it, but I think it starts really well whenever you have or find a way to create professionalized touring teams. And I don't think it needs to be limited within the U.S. because I think you need to have a worldwide base to really actually make rugby work and more so than it can as a localized element. Uh, of course, start with people familiar that you're localized, and then, you know, basically, you're swagging out the rest of the time. So, I love what this is. I love the initial promo and announcement for this, because I, I am a big advocate for anything that's flashy, anything that makes it seem big, go for it. Make things seem big. You need to create the hype. Now, I'm interested to see what the, um, the marketing schedule is going to be. Leading into that, uh, I, if I don't see very much output from American Raptors, I'm talking about paid media, I'm talking about um, interviews, interesting interviews, not, and, and not just stupid TikTok skits. I mean, I want to see like legitimate uh, us getting to know these players while also you guys are doing this documentary component of it. Uh, and, and it can't be that we've already been following your page and that we need to see it. No, it needs to be seen so that more casual. I say this because I know that they have more money than um, many other teams for marketing budget. So I expect the most out of them. So in this situation, I hope to see a solid marketing schedule starting in January, leading up to the first game, and then continuing on from that. And then obviously you're going to have your documentation, and I know they post videos regularly, so that part's not lost. But 
that level of creating an audience and creating an attachment and making us root. Like for right now, for me, I'm already here for the root because I believe that to be the best, you have to dominate your region. And I think as a U.S. team, it is absolutely imperative that we dominate the Americas. Now you have Argentina, which is, uh, from what I understand, that's basically their the Jaguar side light. Uh, so it's it. Uh, I think it's. It's a mixture of what they use for uh, the rugby championships simultaneously as the Jaguars, which I guess is the same thing. Um, and just going into that, and then their second team is basically the uh, the Jaguars two uh, second side. So uh, we're definitely going to be seeing the most in the competition and watching athleticism build up uh, and and prove the point that we have talent and the technical ability, uh, and that it, there is a formula here that can be scaled. Um, I know Brazil's and and everybody else is gonna be hit or miss. You know, uh, uh, you know, rugby is a little bit different. So those those ones are going to be uh, to be determined. But yo, if you if you dominate your region first, then you start making your way up towards the rest of the world. And hopefully at some point they come up with the women's version of uh, SLA uh, of the Super League Rugby because. Um, Super League Rugby Americas because we need to make sure that those sides are candid. Not for wokeness, like people want to say, not for diversity, however, like people want to always do as if that's a negative, but because of the fact that the commerce of rugby actually drives through women's rugby as well. Like the two are a symbiote. They're symbiotic too. Men's and women's rugby are symbiotic of each other for the success of the sport and the commercial value of the sport overall. So hopefully this first year experiment of this combined team, this combined uh, uh, competition works and you're able to create a crossover, which I know is going to be weaker uh, in terms of the women's side and it'll, pro- it'll be U.S. and freaking um, U.S. and freaking uh, Brazil in that. Those are the two top women's sides within this region, give or take. I mean, Mexico has a stronger one, but Mexico's currently not in the competition, so until proven otherwise. But I think the interesting thing about this is that this competition also involved, I forgot to say, Brazil, Uruguay, yeah, yeah I said this, Chile, Argentina, and Paraguay, Yacaria, Paraguay. What I'm interested to see how Paraguay does because you don't hear very much about them. But this is just me going, like, give kudos. Like, I'm here ready to watch. Apparently, it's going to be on ESPN+. Plus, so I'm very interested to see what it is. I've never been a big advocate of utilizing other streaming platforms, but because of the fact that you need bigger platforms to be able to push people over to your primary platform, I am becoming more accepting of it. And, but I still advocate, you know, push things. And of course, Rugby Town has their own platform. They just need to be able to continue sending people over on days that are just not Rugby Town. So American Raptors, big kudos. Looking forward to seeing how this uh, plays out February uh, in, in February, and uh, hopefully they go all the way until June uh, when they are in the championships. So, yo, get a chance to check that out, I, I, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> Hey everybody, this is just the break train sitting out a personal little video diary to all you people out there where I am going to document me riding most of the way between Singapore and Tokyo for the 2019 Rugby World Cup. I needed help and it came from Louisiana. We in Singapore baby! Gift from Gift Time Rugby USA is an extroverted tour de force. 
But what unites us is a hunger for adventure. Off to KL, Kuala Lumpur. Gift, where are we? We're in Our love of Asian rugby culture. One, two, three, central! Yeah! Rugby is, is starting to develop here in Cambodia for women as well. Valkyries, the mighty, mighty Valkyries! We're out here, we're running out of energy, we're running out of money, and we're feeling isolated. And yet, at that critical moment, Friends, family, sometimes complete strangers come on board. Before you know it, we're back in the game. Tokyo, here we come. Malaysia, Thailand, Cambodia, Vietnam. Watch the full adventure at crugby.vhx.tv. That's C like S-E-E rugby.vhx.tv. Now, uh, in not as great news in rugby. Uh, you know, over Christmas, right before Christmas, uh, there was a little bit of a news that popped up about an Italian rugby team where their player um, was, where they were doing a secret Santa, and their player was given a rotten banana, a banana, a rotten banana inside a wet bag uh, as a secret Santa uh you know, Secret Santa prank present. Of course, the player is black, and uh, all the teammates were laughing at him. Now, while this... I, I mean, I hope you don't think this is just a simple prank. Like, I think we've had enough internet to be able to know this. But for me to have to explain it, how stupid this is, because the player is black. And utilizing the banana is not something that is a uh, subtle concept when it comes to trying to make a uh, point joke or not which is the monkey trait which is such a overplayed stereotype such a overplay like it's the weakest of the ones not weakest in that it shouldn't be offensive i mean weakest in your form of racism so this player his name was uh sharif uh uh traori sharif traori uh, playing for um, Benetton Rugby Club, and he's a prop. He's from uh, the West African country of Guinea, but he's an Italian citizen. He was born in Guinea, but he's an Italian citizen. Received this this present, and look, I, usually I don't read off people's stuff, but I'm I'm gonna just read off what he what he was saying in this. Uh, whenever he received, he put it on his Instagram. So he said, "Christmas is coming, and as traditionally in a team, it's Secret Santa time." A friendly and playful moment, a moment where you can afford to give anonymous gifts to your mates, even stingy, ironic ones. Yesterday, when it was my turn, I found a banana inside my present, a rotten banana, inside a bag of moisture. Apart from calling the gesture offensive, um, what hurt me the most in seeing most of my mates pre uh, present laughing, as, it, as if everything is normal. I'm used to it, or better, I've had to get used to it, having to make a good face on a bad game whenever I hear a racist joke in order to try not to hate the people close to me. Yesterday was different, though. Thankfully, some comrades, especially foreigners, tried to support me. Outside Italy, a gesture like this is severely condemned, even in small realities. And this time, I want to say mine. 
I've been up all night, young guys, from different backgrounds, all night with young guys from different backgrounds attending this secret Santa. I have decided not to remain silent this time to ensure that episodes like this don't happen again to prevent other people finding themselves in my current situation in the future. And I hope the sender will learn a lesson. So, for me, this was something that, it's, it's not... It's not unique. Uh, I, I, we've, it's been talked about. Like one thing that we we as rugby community have to always understand is that rugby is not a moral high ground. Like it, it, it's not. It's a sport. It's a sport with a close community. It's a sport with a close cultural community and a cultural community that involves multiple types of cultures and people that involved in it that are still all playing the game. But it doesn't take away the fact that bad apples exist. And this isn't a, well, this is a unique It's not that unique. Like, some of these are legitimate cultural situations that stand outside the community of rugby but should not be accepted as they shouldn't be in any other sport, obviously. But I think this one is important to be able to denote it so that this doesn't get put as othering. Like, it's everybody with any common sense will condemn this. But it's more so about the fact that making sure to remember that there are cultural elements that still exist outside of your experiences that might consider this to still be the norm or not even the norm to still be an okay thing there's a difference between having ironically even 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 low uh low hanging fruit jokes that exist i think we all have that and and it's not just a locker room talk men women's lgbtq plus high school whatever we all have our, our inside jokes amongst the people that we're closest with uh, within the rugby team and everything like that. There's, there's, those exist. But there's a difference between making the joke and just being straight up disrespectful. And we got to remember not to get up straight up disrespectful and understand the temperature of the room and exactly who it is that we are. Like, understand the situation. There are lines. It's not a soft culture that we're dealing with. It's just understanding the lines that we have to play within. Because if you want to be able to press up against those lines... You press up, but you have to know where it is. You have to know where that joke is, especially when it comes to the individuals that you're dealing with. And I know whenever he, Torrey, um, Sharif is talking about, you know, needing to put a good face on on, uh, on on situations that don't always seem great. One, as any black person, you always be there. Any person who's been in a, who's in a group that is, uh, uh, I use the term disenfranchised loosely because I don't always like the perception, but uh, and I don't like oppressed necessarily, even if there's kind of you know there's 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 legitimate uh, reasons to call it that. But any disenfranchised or minority group, give or take, uh, that 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 deals with your day-to-day people uh, are always going to have to. Uh, choose your battles. You know, I've been there infinite amount of times. Um, but you choose your battles. Uh, and also you make sure you understand the people. But you also have, like, a hopeful social contract with that person, an unwritten social contract with that person or individuals that understand where the line is drawn and where not to disrespect. Because, again... We all have that group of friends, rugby, outside rugby, and rugby, that we just really will clown on. Like, I am a big believer that if you're not able to joke on your friends a little bit, like, you're probably not really that close of friends. But, again, you joke versus the disrespect. 
and that's reading the room. And in this situation, that player not only didn't read the room, I mean, literally just set that room on fire. Um, and, and then the rest of the people who, uh, again, you, you, you come back to this idea of how much am I supposed to be able to condone or condemn uh, in the hopes that people will understand where that is. So when the rest of the team is laughing alongside and it's like, yo, what, what are you laughing about? Like, this, this is the stupidest thing ever it's just it's it's ridiculous so this is more so less of an example of of oh there's racism in rugby i mean that that was going to exist regardless that exists regardless but it's more about making sure that you understand that everything has a point understand the limit don't be a habitual line stepper uh, uh, and, and then subsequently jump over the line and think it's going to be like all rosy, uh, knowing damn well what the situation is. And you can't claim lack of education because the Internet exists and it's it's way too prevalent. It's It's been especially this last five, maybe five to 12 years. It has been so heavy hit often that it's impossible to say you don't know. It's you don't want to know or you don't care. Um, and, and that's to anybody. So it's read the room. Read the room is basically all that I'm saying from this. Um, you know, my 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 uh, sending positive vibes to Sharif and I for for Christmas. I'm, I'm pretty sure this isn't something that he's going to be overly uh, that would have ruined his Christmas. But it definitely puts a disappointment. And, uh, you know, especially with people that you uh, have trust in. You know, it's their teammates. You have trust in them. And and, and when the people closest to you seemingly uh, show their ass, to say the least, you want to be able to make sure that, you know, you're 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 on the right path, you're in the right place. And, you know, for him, I, I, I feel for him on that one. And I hope that he's able to uh, be able to move past this. And I hope the rest of the team learns some stuff. And nobody goes, oh, you're getting so soft. And it's like, yo, you, you probably need to get these hands then. Because that's the other thing. Like, sometimes you need to also give these hands. Uh, a lot of people are anti-violence. And for the most part, I'm anti-violence. Um, but, you know, sometimes you need to put some physical violence on people because they don't understand all the time. Um, this is also why we play rugby, so that we can also impact that. But it's teammates, so you can't really fully unload on them uh, in that way. So sometimes you got to go behind the scenes take it out of it and uh, keep it among family in that sense so but that's just my thoughts on it i i hopefully get yours i i you know i really want to know what you guys think about slar and uh what you guys think about this i i i do feel like for the most part we're all gonna have a consensus on on this uh, situation with brenton rugby it's very ironic uh not ironic it's very interesting that uh, Rock Nation had to uh, make a statement about this because of their involvement with the United Rugby Championships. So to realize that you have, this is a very big international community, international situation that had to be addressed, speaks to the level of uh, uh, overstepping uh, this was in, in, in huge, huge ways. So... Let me know your thoughts on it whenever you guys get a chance, either in the comments or hit us up on Instagram or comments or whatever. Just let it be known. Last thing I want to talk to you guys about. Y'all, 
Black Friday is coming up. The holidays are coming up. And this is the perfect time to be able to get your family, your loved ones, your friends, your rugby stuff. Not just another rugby team because they might not even care about that team. You can't maybe not everybody's here rocking for the All Blacks or rocking for Ireland or or just has a USA rugby jersey that they want to drop on. But you definitely can never go wrong with a casual rugby wear. Check it out at RugbyOutletMall.com. Uh, get the stuff that represents to the things that they already know like our, our rugby life shirt representing the youtube culture of course get our rugby paypal shirt that is just a beautiful blue that goes along with it um you guys can get our hbcu rugby classic shirts if you want to represent for new and upcoming culture but more importantly guys because you're listening to this podcast right here I definitely want to make sure that you have something to go along with it to provide. So for any first-time users, definitely use the code GROWRUGBY for 20% off. That is GROWRUGBY, G-R-E-A-U-X, rugby. That's two words, G-R-E-A-U-X, rugby. And you guys will get 20% off of any Icono Rugby shirts, any HBCU Rugby shirts, and and just be able to fully embrace the merch. It's winter time. Suit up. Get representing for your rugby anytime, anywhere, any place. It's gonna be worth it, man. Is what we're gonna be doing for 2023. Like it is, of my opinion, regardless of what we think the economic climate is supposed to look like. And for some reason, we get. I mean, not for some reason. I mean, this is normal. It's the internet. We're getting three million different directions of the same thing everything is either gloom and doom or it's not as bad as it actually supposed to be i nothing super rosy i'm not gonna lie it's it's never been it's not been like super rosy but it's either been gloom or doom and it's like ah no we'll be okay it's gonna be passing through but i think this is going to be the first year in maybe two and a half years that we have a very clear uh and and consistent uh, year of uh, action. All right, like 2021, 2020, obviously pandemic. 2021 was the after effects of the pandemic, uh, and and still like nerves are high. 2022 was our dipping our toe inside the living pool, and of course, you know we've really gotten used to it by the end of this year. But ultimately, still, um, it's still a factor that. You know, I think we, we, we haven't gone full in yet, but I think 2023, uh, we're going all the way in. What we thought was going to happen in 2020, I think is going to start happening in 2023, and I think that's really important. So, I don't know about you, but I want to let you guys know what my goals are moving into this next year, and uh, if, if there's anything, you know, hopefully it helps uh, create some inspiration for what you guys want out of it and uh of course uh what you what you plan to execute or how you plan to execute so for me you know i've told you that it is my objective to be one of the if not the best rugby marketers and promoters uh in the u.s and then ultimately in the country right now my my learning components have still been in working to be better at uh, generating revenue in terms of uh, brand deals, sponsorships, partnerships, um, as well as what we are able to do with ticket sales and creating connections. 
the HBC Rugby Classic is mine because it's my it's my playground. It is my challenge, and that'll always be something that will be where everything that I want first goes to that, and then everybody else will get thing after that. But this year, I am pushing the heaviest I've ever had for brand deals and sponsorships. Um, not and not to rely on simply uh, charitable effects. I think those are, I've said this before, I think they're great for setting up the base, but they're not good to sustain on. Uh, especially, I understand nonprofits use them, but it's a little bit different when I think it comes to sports. Uh, I think uh, if you really want to make a splash, it cannot be simply on charitable effects. You just can't. So for this year, I've really doubled down on making sure that I am connecting with different companies and really opening the message and creating a better network. I think my rugby network has been really naturally developed over the course of this last 10 years. Also, this is going to be my 10th year in doing rugby media. So over the course of this 10 years, I think I've created a lot of natural connections or been able to have um, bridgeways to be able to open up to people within the community and, and, and connect with them. And I've enjoyed it, and I will continue to build on that one as well, too. But I think it's even more important now to be able to expand past a... Um, uh, a niche limit uh, to be able to obviously connect with people outside and really, 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 really be a hype master for rugby um, outside of just the rugby community or just trying to get the occasional casual fan. I know that, you know, we talk about the grassroots and I think there's an element there and I think there's a lot of people that work well on the grassroots. But for me, I want to work that other side of being able to bring people from the outside in and really create that funnel. So this year, putting it all together. Also, uh, one thing I've I've always been up and down and being able to do, creating a team. I've not really been a great job in creating a team. I've had people who have been willing to help, but there's a difference between being able to help and actually having a consistent team to be able to uh, implement and execute the visions that need to be done. I can see where everything needs to be done, and I'll be honest with you, I can do all the parts of it on my own, but I can't do all the parts of it on my own and scale to the level that needs to be done that I want to get to, uh, while also trying to, you know, provide a uh, expertise on how all this works. So, for me, I am really excessively going to try. There's a lot of fear. That goes into it for me because of the fact that um, because of the fact that working with a team means having to make sure everybody is on the same page. And you know, whenever you do a lot of these things solo, you do it because you have a lot more flexibility. You don't have to answer to anyone. You're not really working for anybody except for maybe the people that you are providing a service to. Uh, but in terms of making a quick action or retaining in your cash, like that is something that's on you. Unfortunately, it doesn't make for a quick, quick. Uh, it doesn't make for quick growth. Um, it, it's feasible. It's possible, but it's not very feasible. Uh, so building a team and having that responsibility of making sure to execute not just to execute for the sake of executing, but execute because you got other people to take care of. And those people are implementing their works to their uh, abilities to serve this greater vision that's being put out there. 
So I am going to actively be looking for people to fit into uh, the places that I need to help execute and, and be more in partnership with them. So, um, you know, if it's something that you're interested in, hit me up. Uh, you can hit me up on Twitter, Gift Time Rugby, or like I said, Instagram. But um, it's something that I think is really going to take things up another level um, because I have a lot of content that needs to be put out. And every time I always say I need to put out a lot of content, I start to burn out because, you know, you have that huge list of things to do and that list never seems to come to an end at any point because you do one thing and that one thing takes a full day but you needed to do it really actually get like six things done that day and everyone equally takes as long as the next one and you're just like what am i what am i doing here what am i doing here so i'm really hoping to do that really looking to push our revenue process as well too um i am it's i think rugby industry is a is truly a journey of revenue and I one of the biggest things is being able to create independent support um, and it's you know you learn through the skills and you compile more and you, you build it out but this year I'm make trying to make real revenue out of this uh, make sure that uh, we are creating a product that you know, we're creating a product that people are genuinely interested in and that we actually are creating the story and 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 growth lineage that will allow people to actually find even greater value in the sport of rugby outside of just being able to play, but not excluding playing from it. Uh, I'm a big advocate of making sure that we can help grow other rugby um, teams and, and organizations primarily so that they are able to find their own self-sustenance and then we can really all build a lot more together a lot faster and really accelerate this process uh, because you know we're sitting on over 100 years of rugby existing, um, more than 100 years of rugby being introduced into the U.S., talking about uh, almost 70 years of uh, almost 70 years of modern rugby existing in the U.S. So I think at this point in time, regardless of what we want to make an excuse, oh, professionalism came in in 95, so we're still new to it, or, you know, we, we haven't done, we, 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 uh, can't find our fans or whatever whatever excuses that we always rely on to consistently slow us down i'm looking to try and make sure that we can all come together and and move past that and see what we can push past because other people other not comparatively but like there's other sports that have way less that at least have a moment where they are getting a, a resurgence of of uh capital and resources and uh, no we're better than that we're better than that i'm okay with saying we're better than that <laughs> so i want to make sure that's doing that especially and then lastly it's it's really being able to connect more with people one-on-one -on -one. i think it's been a little bit more difficult for me this last definitely this this last two and a half years for sure especially within the rugby space i've moved a lot i've been in a lot of different places haven't been able to uh be as ironically as mobile in rugby as i had been maybe in 2019 and prior so you know again natural things change you you go to a different country it adds something to it you have a pandemic it adds something to it um you are in the middle of traveling as you prepare for major events it can add something into it but a lot of those things needed to happen which i think set up where i'm at now and in year 10 Let's get back into it. This is what we, this is what I do best 
is being able to have this communication and I want to have more of this face to face and be able to uh, have that inference. I need another journey like Singapore to Tokyo any way we can where we can really go out and be one on one with the people and, and really engage more into the rugby community as well as continuing to lift up everything. So this year we're coming into it. God willing, there's nothing that's cataclysmic that's happening again that will create another global hindrance. You know, obviously there's always going to be stuff happening, but, you know, to what extent? You know what I'm saying? Like, to what extent? <laughs> we need this. So, um, But these are my main things that I'm looking forward to 2023. These are my goals. I'm really looking to make sure we get the revenue straight, that we are making sure that we have a team set. HBC Rugby Classic will be as dope as ever. If I have to drag every team and every partner and everybody over to the line, thankfully, you know, Howard University, shout out to them, uh, and Howard, uh, Howard University Rugby and Howard University have been great and have been great partners so far. And uh, we're gonna we're gonna make some magic happen and watch as this sets up for the next because for me the HBC Rugby Classic is not like another social or another rugby it, it, uh, another social tournament or uh, just some showcase uh, for the sake of you know showcase no I'm trying to have that tournament that showcase be legitimately maybe number one or two at least top three tournaments in the country, easily. And yes, I'm talking about against LA Sevens. I'm talking about Rugby Town Sevens. I am talking about MLR Championships. I am talking about um, Cape Town Sevens. Like, no, nothing against it, but I'm here for this competition. National Championship, like, we are going to beat all of you in the ratings. And I hope, I hope... That you guys feel the press and feel like you need to even do more to do it. Because if we're all pushing us against each other, we're going to all be better. But really, truly understand. The HBC Rugby Classic and literally any event that I do here on after will be amongst the top three events in the country at any one period of time. Let it be known. This is where we're getting to. All right. I am unstoppable. <laughs> but, yo, I, I do appreciate literally, like I said, all the support. I hope you guys have a great new year. Um, hope you guys are able to, you know, take your goals. I'd love to hear some of your goals if you guys are willing to give it out and see where you guys are willing to go. Uh, and and let's, let's make some magic happen. You know, 2023 is just around the corner. Let's make it happen. Look, as we've come down to the uh, the end of the year, uh, I just want to give out some really big thanks again, like I said, to everybody who's been supportive. But this year, you know, we had a group of guests uh, that I absolutely want to thank, uh, starting off Mark Diaz, uh, who's uh, uh, with the, formerly with the Harpooners, uh, Diane Johnson of Guts, um, big thanks to Daniel Devalier Jr., um, Actually, you know what? I'm just giving that Howard Rugby, Dav Daniel Devalier Jr., Takundo Rasiki, uh, Catherine Aversanu, uh, Tito Miranda, Howard Rugby organization altogether. Big thank you to what they uh, for being a part of this and 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 being contributors and, and great partners. Uh, Cassette Sharing Ganji with Kiro Sports and at uh, at Astat, uh, Danny Lamb. Uh, Adam Hughes, uh, big shout out, Theo Bennett, uh, of course, my guy, Mike McFeely, uh, thank you so much for being 
uh, such a huge participant in this level of growth and, and, and what we are looking to do in the future. And of course, my guy Isaiah Washington uh, with Southern Rugby. Uh, definitely check out all their episodes. I think it was great conversation, but these are great people. Uh, and, and the community continues to be full of so many great people with such great stories and great perspectives and outlooks and are trying to be massive contributors into this space. And it means the absolute most to know that um, can be a part and, and have that uh, our paths all cross in some way, shape or form. So uh, thank you guys all for this 2022. Thank you for your patience with me. Thank you for continuing to rock with me. And uh, as always, I want to be able to make sure that I can continue to bring the best out of this um, and, and, and really make sure that uh, I can provide the value that I believe that you truly deserve and that I uh, hope to uh, be able to achieve consistently each time uh, until then i hope that you know that i hope that you are happy i hope that you know that i hope that you are healthy and of course most importantly i hope that you know that i i believe that you are highly favored you are absolutely highly favored and you matter until next year y'all <laughs>